Post 82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers and shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Hello, Kings fans. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. This is your boy Jason Jones coming to you from Philadelphia. Conclusion of this four-game road trip, bringing you another edition of the Throne Room Breakdown Post-82 following the Kings' 97-91 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. Kings in this trip one and three. Uh, this is another winnable game, but we can get into that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But just let you know where the Kings stand right now. They head into Thanksgiving with a seven and ten record, seven and five in their last twelve games. But down way to in the road trip, back to consecutive losses. T- tough one at Boston. Two minute report. Teasing the Kings again about a call late that didn't go their way. I've got my own thoughts about the two-minute report that I'll get into later. But this game right here in uh, Philly, Kings came out soft to start the game. Game starts with Joel Embiid dunking on Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn got no help on the play in a night where the plan was supposed to be to swarm Joel, make it rough on him. You know, Joel's come off a game where he went scoreless 0 for 11 for the field. You know he wouldn't go scoreless, but, I mean, to let the man just, you know, get into the lane and dunk on you to start the game, that's not the look, not what you wanted. And it kind of set a bad tone to start. Kings fought back, as they are known to do now. They do fight back, but you only shoot 41.1%, 26.5% from three. Attempt nine free throws the entire game. Meanwhile, your turnaround, you're fouling it. You're fouling like crazy for stretches of the game, and you put the Sixers on the line 24 times. Recipe for a loss on the road. Go, you know, uh, Kings got some cheesesteaks on the way out. No, that was the post-game meal. So maybe that's the best part of being in Philly tonight. Maybe some of the guys like myself hit up Mitchell and Ness. Maybe that was a highlight, but. The way the game went definitely wasn't a highlight for the Kings. Uh, Philly's a big physical team, and they just no, they're just too big for the Kings. Especially if the Kings are going to not get stops when they need them, have to play against that team and get the set defense. I mean, you got at times you got Buddy Hill being defended by a guy like a Ben Simmons who's got a good six inches on him, and it's just not a good matchup. So. Enough about that. Let's dive into this game. Talk about things I liked about this game. Things that jumped out. Things that the Kings can work on. Uh, First, I want to talk about uh, Dwayne Detman. Dwayne Detman, plus minus, actually tonight, a plus 20. 18 points, 6 rebounds, a steal. He did have 5 fouls because he was uh, defending Joel Embiid, but... Easily the most productive game that um, Dwayne's had in a while. He actually got more than 10 minutes, which is kind of a a reason why he hasn't been as productive. Um, Lately, those backup center minutes have been split between Dwayne and Harry Giles. But uh, tonight, 
Dwayne got the bulk of those minutes, and I thought his uh, physical presence, his aggressiveness defensively, not that it stopped Joel Embiid, but Joel has had to work. I mean, Embiid finishes with 33 points, 16 rebounds, so two blocks. It doesn't sound like Joel had to work, but 12 of those points came on free throws. So that that kind of speaks to the fact that he wasn't like Joel went out there and he went, you know, 15 for 20. He was 10 and 19. It's a good number, but I thought Dwayne made him work. And like I said, it was probably easily Dwayne's best game of the season, especially given the competition going against uh, probably the best center in basketball. Maybe you're a Jokic person. Um, I really can't think of another center who you would even try to argue was better than Joel Embiid when Joel's on the floor and healthy and all those things that have been issues in the past. But I thought Dwayne gave the Kings a really good effort. I mean, he hit two or five from three. It's still weird seeing the center camped out at the three-point line so much. That's why the Kings gave uh, Dwayne, I shouldn't say gave, well, you should say gave, uh, three years deal worth about $40 million because they wanted a guy, a big man who could shoot the three. Some of this stuff just isn't going to look right right now without De'Aaron Fox because you don't have that penetrating threat that he would be to go along with Dwayne. But it's... Uh, the Kings need Dwayne to be able to shoot the three a lot better, but he's got to play and he's got to get touches. And right now, Dwayne, even when he's in the game, he's not going to be a priority on offense just because it's the makeup of the team. And you look at on the season, Deadman's shooting 20% from, uh, uh, check that, 23.8% from three. And that's not what they pay, you know, but uh, again, minutes have not been extended usually. He's playing in spurts. He's only he's made two uh, two threes just three times in a game this season. But again, he's not getting the minutes. He's ten of forty two on threes this season. So, even with all that said, and I know a lot of people you uh, you jump in my mentions. I see your post about how what a waste this guy is. Why they pay him this much money? I guess you paid him for nights like this. But the question becomes. Will Dwayne play 20 to 25 minutes a night? And if he does, and he can be productive, maybe not 18 and 6 productive, but maybe giving you 10 to 12 points a night, and you pair that with Rashawn Holmes, the next question becomes, where does Harry Giles play? Where does he get his minutes at? You know, to, um, Wednesday night, Harry was able to get out there, played five minutes. And if Dwayne is playing and Rashawn's engaged and things are going well with Rashawn, tonight wasn't Rashawn's best game. Three points, eight rebounds. Uh, just uh, Joel was, uh, and he's just too big for Rashawn. And it's also probably someone because they were teammates. I'm pretty sure Joel knew, knows Rashawn, how he's going to play him, worked against him in practice at the time. So I'm pretty sure that played a factor. But if you're going to get that, you're going to get basically about 20 minutes from Rashawn, 22 from Deadman. That doesn't leave a whole lot of minutes for, for Harry. So, big picture, that's what I wonder about. If Dwayne Deadman can give you this more consistently, what do you do with Harry Giles? You know, how do you find him minutes? Harry's still the best passing big man they have, but it's going to be hard to get him minutes um, more than five, eight minutes here and there at this rate. So, that's my take on Deadman. I think I, I did chat with him a little bit after the game, and as I, he even noted when I mentioned the, the extended minutes, he got the extended minutes and was productive. Question is, you know, Saturday against Denver, another big center in Jokic, a guy the Kings will probably need Dwayne Deadman for. 
let's see if he can kind of bring that physical nature, that uh, rough-up type defense under the basket against uh, a Jokic and help the Kings out. Next thing I wanted to mention, uh, the free throws. Just nine for the Kings. And before we get into, you know, the refs don't like the Kings. The Kings never get to the line. Let's look at let's kind of look into this. Kings took 34 threes out of their 95 shots. Got up 95 shots, 34 were threes. Only made nine of them. I know there's no De'Aaron Fox right now. There's no Marvin Bagley. But the Kings have got to get into the paint more. They just have to. You can't expect to be uh, a productive team in this league and never get into the paint, especially when you're shooting 26.5% on three. I mean, look at the first half of this game. The Kings were actually outscoring the Sixers in the paint, which is saying something given, you know, they, they do have a dominant big man in Embiid, and Ben Simmons pretty much lives in the paint. You know, it's not like Ben's going to pull up from outside the paint and try to shoot. In the first half, Kings had a 24-20 advantage on points in the paint. They finished though with uh they finished with 40, so they only had six. They had 16 in the second half and couldn't maintain that in part because, you no, know, partly because of the fouls. You know, they they're you're putting um you're putting Philly on the line a lot. They're getting a lot of free throws and it allows them to set their defense and. Philly was just too big of a team for them to uh, try to attack in that way. So, yes, I know how some of you feel. That the, you know, the referees don't like the Kings. The Kings can't get called. They're a small market team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they got to attack more. They got to try to put more pressure on the defense uh, to make that happen. And they're going to shoot a lot of threes. That's, that's part of their makeup. They want to get up a lot of threes. But you still got to get those uh, paint touches, get into the paint, try to score that way. Try to get to the line to make up, especially for a night where you shoot 41%. You need to make up those points somehow and to get outscored by 16 at the free throw line in a game, you only lose by six is pretty key. And uh, third thing that I think about is um, my boy Kenny Carraway always says, you can tell how the Kings are doing based on Nemanja Bielitsa's box. And usually if he has a good game, the Kings win. If he doesn't, Kings lose tonight. Belly had five fouls in 26 minutes. Three of ten shooting, just seven points, four rebounds. And that's not, <laughs> that's not going to get it done. You know, he was a part of the fouling problem. And as Luke Walton about after the game, he said they talk about it on film. They show them. Show your arms. Move your body. Don't play defense with your hands. Don't foul. But the Kings are, uh, you look at tonight, they only committed 19 fouls. It's not a crazy number, but it was still too much for, in a game that said it was, ended up being a tight game. In a game they just couldn't pull out. So that's how the Kings are going to head into Thanksgiving, uh, losing three or four on this trip. It's all lost. I would say not. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. They got a chance to get themselves right over a couple of days before they host Denver, followed by a game against Chicago before they get back on the road. But uh, what was encouraging, I say Justin James was encouraging. I mean, he's really taking advantage of these minutes he's got with Trevor Ariza away from the team for personal reasons and De'Aaron Fox still being out. I think Dwayne Dedman's game was, was encouraging. Uh, 
Bogdan Bogdanovich bounced back with a good game, 17 points, 7 of 15 shooting. You know, just one turnover in the game. And overall, the bench was pretty solid for the Kings. It's just uh, on this night, they couldn't, they didn't get, they didn't get nearly enough from the starters. Uh, the back court, you know, Buddy shot and healed nine of twenty-four, three of twelve from three. Then he had twenty-two points, but the efficiency clearly wasn't there, and it's a lot of shots to get up just to get twenty-two. I said twelve threes, only made three. He's not going to shoot the way he shot in Boston all the time, but it's another thing where you need a little more from him. On a night like this, Rashawn Holmes, 1 of 4. Belly, 3 of 10. Harrison Barnes, as I could say, was solid. Uh, 6 of 14, 14 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Continues to quietly be a very consistent player for the Kings this season. So, that's um, maybe nothing I would throw in there as a positive, but overall... You got to shoot better. You got to make these open shots. They're getting the Kings are getting good looks. They just got to knock some of these down. So not going to keep you out here too long. I know it's a holiday. I'd be surprised if a lot of you are even tripping off of this game right now. You're probably getting ready to eat turkey or whatever it is. Watch your football. Do what you do. Get ready for Black Friday. You know, some of you probably camped out, going to be camped out in front of Walmart or Target or whatever, the outlets, Thursday night, ready to shop. So if you're going to do that, enjoy it and be safe. I will check in with you on Saturday following the Kings game against Denver and my buddy Michael Malone, the homie. Go it's good to see him. So all you guys take care, be safe out there, and I will check in with you later. I'm out.